This is the In Search More podcast, and I will see you on the other side. Yeah, so one thing I've thought about is that um, there's a pain threshold. I don't think it exists. It's like the same with everyone. It's meaning, you know, two people go through the same experience, and for one, that can be extremely painful, and for another one, it's, you know, what are for ducks back? I can share stories of my childhood, and a sibling was right there experiencing the same thing, or, I'll, or vice versa. And I, like, I didn't experience it in the same way with that, that level of pain. Regardless, there seems to be a pain threshold that humans have that when we hit that, it's the only solution to that kind of pain experience is a spiritual one. Hmm. And um, I think it, it's a tough one, right? It's a, it's a really, really tough one. I'm thinking about the, the first, and what I mean by spiritual, I use the word, a lot of people use it in, you know, in different ways. What I mean by spiritual is the belief that there is a higher power that has created and is guiding the world like that. And so what I'm saying is, is that when someone has experienced a certain level of pain, on some level, they're almost forced to adopt that worldview if they're going to let go of the suffering part of the pain. I'm sure you've heard me say uh, pain, is, pain, is, pain is required, suffering is optional. Right. We're going to experience pain in life. The suffering is the the why that we ask after the pain. You know, a good analogy for that would be if you and I ran a marathon tomorrow and we couldn't walk, we'd feel pretty good about it. Right, right. So I can't walk. So I got a lot of pain, but there's no suffering. I feel amazing. If, you know, if the same, if half the pain, if a quarter of the pain was there because someone kicked us in the leg, especially with someone we didn't like, going to cause a lot of suffering for a long time. So that's a suffering component um, that exists. So that level of, of pain, when we've hit a certain pain threshold, what I've found is that to, to resolve it, for, for the suffering to go away, the suffering is the, the why me, why did this happen, why is this so difficult, why, you know, whatever, whatever it is we've experienced. When I met my, um, I mean, you know this story because, you know, we're definitely talking before, during, and after when I confronted the guy who abused me as a child. And as an adult, I had the opportunity to sit down with him. That was my first question to him. First question is, why? Why me? And that's it's exactly what I said. I'd written down. I, I, sat, I sat with me, him, and my therapist, and the three of us had a meeting. And I worked four years on, on making this meeting happen. If uh, anyone's listening to this and interested in that story, me confronting my abuser. I got a video on YouTube. It's called, you put in my name and secrets. Where it's secrets. So it's a, a talk I did titled Secrets where I talk about that whole story of confronting him. But the reason I bring it up now is that when I eventually sat down with him, the very first question I asked him was, why? Why me? Why of all the other little boys on the block did you choose me to abuse? And at the moment, I didn't think much of it. But after hearing that pattern amongst others, and people have heard my story, say, hey, can you help me confront my abuser? And I said, sure. And, you know, what do you want to do? I, like, I want to ask him why. I want to ask him why. It's like that why, that why is the suffering. The why is the, it's, you know, it's the pull of the pain that never lets it end, suffering. And what I found sometimes is like at a certain threshold, the only option is to conclude that the world is guided 
was created and guided by a force that loves us, wants the best for us, and this was, this was part of that. And I think I stand in, um, you know, I stand comfortably in what I'm saying with the backing of a fairly well-known therapist, Carl Jung. Carl Jung was one of Freud's students who was credited with um, the formation of AA and the 12 Steps. And whatever anyone says about AA or the 12 Steps, it's responsible for healing more addicts than anyone else. And at that point in time, doctors were absolutely confounded by this issue of alcoholism. Absolutely confounded by it. There just seemed to be like nothing they can offer that would give them any solution. And what Carl Jung had said, and this was what he, he had communication with Bill Wilson, also called Bill W. He was one of the founders of AA. And there's recording of some of that written communication. And this is prior to AA being formed. And he said certain addicts, he's never seen them heal. He's without a, um, I forget the words he used, but a, a transformation of them spiritually where they've taken on a, a different spiritual identity so to speak, where they've adopted maybe a spiritual view of the world. And, you know, I say this reluctantly because a lot of people don't, don't want to hear that. They've already tossed out God. They've tossed out spirituality, religion, any of those things, oftentimes because it's been used to cause us a lot of pain. And I understand it because I was there too. When I started coming to meetings... I didn't want to look that the word God was anywhere in those 12 steps. I just I was desperate, and a therapist who I trusted recommended I go to meetings. And I just said, I'm going to take it one step at a time, and it didn't say God in the first step. The first step just said, i got to admit my problems. And when I did the first step, which in the meetings I went to meant sharing my story and writing my story out and going through this whole process, and after I finished that, my sponsor tells me, hey, you ready for step two? Step two says, came to believe that a higher power could restore us to sanity higher power that's my sponsor what's a higher power well it could be anything just a power higher than you like it's not alluding to God or anything it doesn't have to oh, okay good alright so we have that conversation and then step three is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God and I remember when I was told okay you gotta start step three and I shared at the meeting I'm like I don't know I don't know my thoughts about God but if he exists, I hate him. And that's where I was at. That was my mindset. But I was also desperate for help, so I opened myself up to, to a different way of looking at this relationship and everything else. And through that, I found something that's very different than the one I, I grew up with. So to say this is not something I want to say, but it's something that I've, I've concluded from my own experience and many others is that just... Some of us seem to have reached uh, a threshold of pain that if we don't conclude that there's some guiding force who led us through that pain for some reason and it was with care and love and there's some destination on the other side of it that's worth all of that, that makes it all sense, that makes it make all sense, that makes, that makes all of it make sense, it's just too much pain for us to deal with. And it's, I don't know, I don't want to say never heal, but... My, my feeling today is that it may be possible that there are s- certain pain thresholds that if we 
aren't willing to adopt that, you might never heal.